Welcome to We Are The Watchers. This is episode 256, Top of the Day to You, Steph. Top of the Day to you, Leah. Hey, how impressive was that? We, through that whole bit, which seemed like a lifetime when we were doing it, it was probably only like two seconds, but the whole time we were unable to harmonise. We tried very hard. (laughs) It takes talent. (laughs) Yeah, it does, and we've... Got it. Hey, I've got a fun quiz for you because we like pets and like so pets. do people on television. Oh, mm-hmm. golly. Okay. Do, do, go and done some watching. Yeah. Which is good. That kind of helps, doesn't it? When yeah. When you're doing a podcast about watching exactly stuff. Speaking of watching, Watchersville or Watchersville's newsletter is – out. It's out. It's it, about. It's about out and about. There are two episodes available. It's got its own podcast channel now. Mm-hmm. So if you type into whichever, hopefully I've put it on everywhere. <laughs> uh, it's definitely on Spotify and Apple. I know yep. that for sure. So if you type in uh, Watchersville, as in Watchersville, all one word, newsletter, uh, that's where your weekly newsletters mm-hmm. will come from now. And they're still about the same length, slightly different music. Ooh, I like it. It's I really it. nice. And uh, It also has its own um, Instagram. It's got its own yes, socials. Yes, it does. It really does uh, because it's very important to have social photographs or pictures mm-hmm. of something that is audibly make-believe. Well, I'm really hoping that some of the things that appear in yeah. the newsletter are represented in the social media because, you know, mm. a town that's going to have its own newsletter will, you know, keep their uh, community updated via social media as well. Very important. So make sure you, what do you call it, like, subscribe, follow. Do it's it not all. on YouTube though, so don't go there. Don't bother. It's a bit old, a bit old now, isn't it? I think so. With reels and TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah, I've not done it. I've not, I've looked at maybe one YouTube short and I went, oh, that's a bit too Mm. short for a YouTube (laughs) video that I want to watch. But having said that, though, you know how Twitch you can stream things, whether it's people playing video games or cooking or doing artworks or singing or whatever. I was looking at one channel. The other day I was like, okay, I'll sit down and watch it. And there's always like a 30-second ad at the beginning. Yep. I was like, okay, fair enough. And then like two minutes into it, it stopped and it started playing one of seven ads. Oh, and I went, no. no. And I went, I wonder if they're also streaming on YouTube. And they were. Oh. And I watched one YouTube ad at the beginning and then they, there were no others through it. So I just think maybe Twitch should think about that a little oh, yeah, bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm it was not, a bit rough. I'm not a fan of the ads. What seven so seven thirty second ads is at three and a half minutes? Is that right? Three yeah. and a half minutes. Like it's just as time. you're getting into it as well. Yeah. Like, do it at the beginning. Or I know some podcasts do them at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. But seven in a row. Seven in a row. Look, I I'm okay with um, YouTube when they sprinkle it through. And yep. you know because they've got the little yellow yeah, bit. you can see it. So you know okay, it's going to happen. I'll deal with that. But seven in a row, even when it's three in a row, 
Like, mm-mm. It's nope. too much. Not I'm not, I'm, yeah, people are going to switch off. Yeah. That's, that, there's no incentive there to to um, become a, a, a subscriber of mm. that. Like, it's like it's too much. You're not going to pay monthly to not watch that. I was once watching watch um, something on Nine Now, which mm-hmm. has ads sporadically yeah. through it as well. Beautiful. And um, there must have been a glitch in it because I counted and one ad played 11 times <gasps> in a row before it clicked over to the next one and you still had to watch three more before the show went back on. I was like, 11 That's insane. <laughs> I mean, after four or five, I'm like, I'm going to see how long this lasts mm, for. I've, I've seen this ad and before, then, I think. you know, by eight, you're kind of committed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can't stop. You won't stop. Um, do you want to get into the news? Speaking yeah, of let's not, do it. can't not, uh, not not a not a whole lot this this week. It's a it's a slightly shorter news segment, but that's okay because we've got other stuff we need to uh, have a chat about. So you know, well maybe you don't. Hannah Waddingham has got a wonderful name to say, mm. and also it's a wonderful one to read. It's very English. Very English. Anyway, she's from Ted Lasso, if people watch Ted Lasso, but I know her from Game of Thrones. She's the lady with the bell that goes, shame, shame, behind Cersei Lannister. Anyway, she's joined Emily Blunt and Ryan Gosling in a movie called The Fall Guy. Now, this is being filmed in Australia. Is it? Yeah, I've seen. I have seen behind the the scenes photos. Yeah, out and about. Out and about and uh, filming and that kind of thing. So she's she's jumped on board and apparently it's inspired by a 1980s television series mm. that um, I did not know. I was, I was like, oh, really? How do I not know of this? I so thought it was a book, but I'm obviously completely wrong. Maybe it is a book as well. But I looked up the TV show yeah. and it had like Lee Majors, who was the $6 okay. million dollar man and uh, very early 80s it looked like, but it's about um, – <laughs> Well, Lee Majors, and I'm assuming this might be Ryan Gosling, plays Colt Seavers. Oh, now when she had an English name, could you get any more American than that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Played a Hollywood stuntman who moonlights as a bounty hunter. Oh, nice. So I think it would be a lot of fun if they they don't necessarily have to reference stuff from the TV Mm -hmm. show because maybe it's not as well-known as other TV shows. Yeah. But just put, like, the the vibe of the late uh, – sorry, the late 70s, early yeah. 80s TV show and movies. Like Do you reckon they major. will? Do you think know. that's what like, it'll be like? Because like, I, I, I feel like that would be more interesting than set now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like all that Starsky and Hutch, like, sliding across the yeah. front of the car, the yep. boot, um, bonnet, sorry, and – I can see him wearing like cool glasses and yeah, and that slight sepia tone mm. to the filming of it. Mm. I mean, now you know what would be fun what? is a bit of tongue-in-cheek movie where all the bounty hunters from all the different things get together. So you've got this guy, Colt. You've got Colt. You yeah. could have Dog, the bounty hunter, <laughs> Stephanie Plum oh, yeah. from One yeah, for yeah, the yeah, Money, and yeah. all those books. Um, What's his name? He was in The Bounty Hunter with Jennifer Aniston. The guy. The tall, <laughs> tall guy. He oh, has hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gerard, someone? No, I'm making yeah, that but- up. Butler. No. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. You mean oh. the Scottish guy? Or are you talking about? No. I don't know. The Bounty Hunter. I'm sure it's Gerard Butler. In okay. That. We'll get all of them together. Yeah, okay, great. And, and like- Boba Fett from Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. And a fun tongue-in-cheek movie about all of those guys joining <laughs> forces. <laughs> 
I I would watch. And you know what? Hollywood it. probably listening and being like, how did we not think of that? I know. But Get her on the if phone. If you would like to, I can collaborate. Brilliant. Fantastic ideas. Yes. With only minimal facts involved. Like Fantastic the guy ideas. with hair. <laughs> you make them come to fruition. Yes. So That's on my business card. I'm going to check photographs of Ryan Gosling, those like paparazzi behind the scenes yeah. photos, and see if he looks like what we're imagining now. Yes. Vince Vaughn is who you're thinking of, was right? Is it? Is it? No, that you was the breakup. Meant- that was the breakup. No, but you were like old tall guy and I'm like, Jared Butler's not no, tall. that guy in a movie who's you tall. You know, the guy with, with the hair. He's got hair yeah, and yeah. he's got like a nose. There's a face about him. He wears clothes. Mm, I know which one. Mm. So I don't know when the Fall Guy's going to come out, but uh, it will, and I'm sure people will be like, wasn't that filmed in Australia? It was filmed in Australia, was being filmed. Speaking of Australia, Margot Robbie oh, is yes. an Australian. She's from Queensland, I believe. Yeah, she was and our neighbours. Was she really? Yeah. Oh, fun. A lot of people were, though. Yeah. But they're not, not anymore. anymore. <laughs> Anyway, she says that Disney has moved on from her Pirates of the Caribbean idea. She wanted to do a spin-off. Okay. Uh, she'd been collaborating with um, the writer for Birds of Prey, uh, Christina Hodson, and they were going to do like a um, Pirates of the Caribbean world universe, yes. but it was never going to have Johnny Depp, no. uh, Jack Sparrow in it. It was just going to be like that world um, but apparently and she said we had an idea that we were developing for a while ages ago uh, to have a more of a female-led not totally female-led but just a different kind of story which we thought would be really cool but I guess they don't want to do it I can understand it I feel like Pirates of the Caribbean is a bit passe now do you think also you had movies like the female Ghostbusters mm-hmm. which was not a success mm. and um Oh, what was the Oceans movie with Oceans, Oceans 8? No, 8. 8, yeah, yes. which, you know, was also. I really enjoyed I that. I enjoyed it as well, but I don't think it was a massive. Like no. it wasn't like the Oceans 11 and 12 films uh, in, in terms of box office. So I wonder if maybe they've just gone, let's just, let's just calm it down a bit. Perhaps because she's quite defensive on the fact that it's not a full female mm. cast. But to me the idea is if they were talking about it ages and ages ago, they were trying to ride on the coattails of pirates. Oh, yeah, okay. But things have happened. Things have happened. I think mm. it's moved on. It's not interesting anymore. Mm. Mm. So I think that's probably why Disney dropped it more so than the female thing. I reckon they'll at one point in time bring back Pirates of the Caribbean or at least something from mm-hmm. that world. But, uh, yeah, maybe maybe, maybe not yet. Not yet. Give a little bit of time. Follow The Watchers on Twitter at the Watchers Pod one Christina Applegate, uh, we were talking about her not long ago about how she's filming the final, is it the third season? Third season. Third season of Dead to Me. Anyway, she got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, good. And her uh, TV mum, Peggy Bundy. Yes. uh, Katie, uh, she was standing next to her, kind of almost holding her a little bit for support. Because as you know, she's got um, multiple sclerosis, unfortunately. Uh, She was diagnosed with that last year. And apparently this was her first public public appearance Appearance. uh, since, since that news came out. She was... This is a long time coming, this Hollywood Walker. Oh, yeah. Fame, with, with the star. 
also, it has actually been confirmed for a while. She was going to get it um, in 2020 and then uh, COVID, COVID and all yeah. of that kind of thing. And they went, no, delay, delay, delay. Yeah. Uh, so she's finally gotten it now. And I, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of nice. It's really nice because I feel like the way she's been talking in interviews about um, Dead to Me is that she's finishing up entirely. So yeah, happy, it, yeah, yeah it's a nice um, culmination for her career. Yeah, definitely. And she's one of those actresses that everybody likes. Mm. Like you've always liked her and everything that she's been in, she's always been really good. Really even good like, in. you know, um, don't tell mum the babysitter's yeah, dead. Like that yeah. kind of thing was even amazing. And she's had such a brilliant career and um, it was just lovely to to see her, you know, standing there with her yeah. TV mum. Yeah. <laughs> Which That's I'm so sure cool. they're great friends still. Yeah, you know I she reckon. grew up with her. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that that was nice to see some photos of. I'm sure you'll still be able to uh, check them out online if you know how to Google properly. Now, PlayStation, um, PlayStation Four had a VR set, so virtual mm-hmm. reality set, and. I think it was pretty popular because it was sort of like the the easiest and maybe the cheapest version yeah, okay. of that that was was all right. Anyway, they've been talking about how they were going to do VR too. And uh, they said, yep, it's coming out and you can actually pre-order now in Australia your very own virtual headset or your very own virtual headset for your very own favourite person in the world for their Christmas present because they have to be your favourite because the virtual reality headset, $879. (sighs) This, you have to have a PlayStation 5 already, already. for this to work. Wow. So pretty expensive. But it's an expensive set of goggles. Isn't it? <laughs> it really is. But from all accounts, it's, it's actually amazing. a pretty good setup. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've they've not sort of skimped out on on tech in this. Well, you'd kind of hope not. I know. Uh, close to $900. But you also don't want to spend close to $900 on something that you're not sure is going to give you motion sickness or not. Oh, good point. You know what I mean? Really good point. Like I always think, oh, yeah, trying virtual reality would be pretty fun, like give it a go. But I want to I want to have a practice first. Yes. Yeah. Because if it's to not for you, it's not JB for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pop down to EV games and be yeah. like, can I have a little turn? I yeah. probably only need 10 minutes to know yeah. if, if I'm going to be all right. It's like three, three day movies. I can't watch them. I've they only ever watched one. In fact, I think it was a it was it was a Pirates of the Caribbean film. It had Penelope Cruz in it. I don't think it gave me a headache. I was just getting over watching the film in three yeah. D. Yeah. So I took the glasses off and I went, well, I can't watch it. Can't see it anything anyway. So yeah. Mm. I watched um, the Johnny Depp Alice in Wonderland. Oh which yeah. Which I found very yeah. underwhelming. I was bored with it anyway, and then the fact that it was giving me a headache, I just was like, "Why did I pay for this?" <laughs> <laughs> That's because we were used to watching on our video the made for TV. I think it was like a two-part special. It was a two-part special from the eighties with lots of famous nineteen eighties actors. Like I can't remember. Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Was she? She was the Cheshire Cat. Was Carol Burnett in it? Yes. And other people. Yeah. I, I, rec- I Just in the back of my mind, I'm of, like, uh, there were b- blokes with mullets and they were very It was trendy. a two-part special of Alice in Wonderland. You yes. forgot to Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Part. And I'm pretty, yeah, it was obviously made for American television. 100%. And we got it. And there were some scenes that looked unmistakably just a sound set, sound stage. <laughs> you know? They'd put like 
a Someone's green floor something. down and some cushions. And they're like, here you are. Here, she's walking through the garden. <laughs> and, and play school's like, are you finished with our set yet? Yeah. We need, we, to-, we need to paint that tree again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that is the kind of movie or tv show or series whatever that as a kid growing Mm. up you watched it so many times that you were convinced it was very big and popular oh yeah but it probably wasn't yeah because if you mention it to people of our era they don't know it I and in my head i think well you're a loser then aren't you (laughs) because that was like cinema gold it was very good i love it like to this day no Alice in Wonderland. Will will ever stack up no. to her. I wonder if it in because I'm just trying to think back to it. Do you remember when and I think they did it a few times, 30 Rock went we're doing it live. Yes. And they did a couple of live yep. things or Saturday Night Live, obviously yep. live. Would this have had that kind of feel to it? I don't think it was live, no. but did it have that kind of feel to it where where you know you're talking about those sets that are pretty just just like a sound stage. Yeah. And then you, you know, so they were hastily kind of made so that they could be taken down and repurposed yes. later. That kind of thing. They clearly had a very short period of time to yeah. make this yeah. and they just had to do what they could. I can't remember there was – actually, it was one thing that was really good. You know when she um, has the drink, drink me yep. um, and she falls down the drain or something, there's something where she's suddenly really little in water and she was clearly just in a swimming pool. <laughs> but – that scene to me as a kid was just the sensational. Best. It was sensational. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when when you would watch Baywatch and then suddenly there'd be underwater scenes and you're like, why is the water a completely different color? <laughs> yeah. Is it because you're in a pool? Why can you see the <laughs> swimming lanes <laughs> in the tiles at the bottom? <laughs> why are there rocks? There's a little <laughs> sign behind that says 1.9 m. <laughs> oh, we got a pet quiz coming up a little bit later on, but let's get into some watching suggestions. Yeah, let's do it. Got a watching suggestion? Email thewatcherspodcast at gmail.com. This week, I watched, now I'm trying to remember what I talked about last week. Did I talk about Birdie? No. Okay, so this movie is on Amazon, so Prime mm-hmm. Video, and it's called, I, I just call it Birdie, but it's actually got an actual name. Catherine called Birdie. Okay. Because Birdie's a film from like the 80s. I think maybe Nicolas Cage is in it. But Catherine called Birdie and and it stars the uh, wonderful Bella Ramsey who was in Game of Thrones and also is about to be in The Last of Us Mm. HBO drama Mm -hmm. with um, Pedro Pascal who was also in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Six where degrees. They, where they get them from. And this film was written and directed by Linda Derman. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's actually based on a book called Catherine Called Birdie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's set in medieval times. And she's a 14 year old girl yep. who doesn't want to grow up, not interested in becoming a lady or a woman or yes. anything like that. But her hu- uh, her husband, her, her <laughs> father is really desperate to sell, not sell her off, sell. marry her off <laughs> because um, he needs money and he the way the you dowry. get money. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes out of her way whenever a, 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 a lord uh, yes. comes over to for, for a meeting. Yep. She goes out of her way just to be as weird as possible fun. to get rid of them. Fun. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's really, really good fun and she's amazing in it. It's all about, you know, 
not wanting to do what is expected of you because it's unfair. Yes. And also not wanting to grow up. Yeah. Because you, know, you see a lot of those movies where um, kids or teenagers can't wait to be adults, yes. can't wait to be, and it's the opposite. And I think there's a lot of people who grew up honestly not wanting yeah. to grow up. And like I figured this out, being a kid. This is really fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's way better. Yeah. There's none of that responsibilities. You're not grumpy. I'm not <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> and it's got this really interesting music where I think it's trying to sound a little medieval, but mm-hmm. it's obviously not. Um, I think the Lena Dunham eye and mind on that sort of medieval um, scenario would be really interesting. Oh, She's yeah. clever and she looks at the world in a different way. I remember we were quite big fans of Girls. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The the, the show. It feels like a lifetime ago it that does. that was on. I watched um, one not so recently but recently and it does feel old now. Really? Yeah. That's interesting because there was this character in the movie, mm-hmm. Catherine Colbert, <laughs> where I was watching it and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I finished it and then I was looking up stuff about the film. Yeah. And I went, Billy Piper was in it? Who was she? And she was that character, oh. which is her mother. And I went, I remember we used to watch yeah. Diary, Diaries of a Cold Diaries Girl. Diaries of a Cold Girl. It was like these two shows that we, you know, used to watch a lot of. Mm. And it's really funny, like you almost forget about them. And, and that feels like was a huge ago. for a while. I yeah, mean, obviously far bigger and... in the UK than yes. in Australia, but yeah. I feel like she was still huge here. Does she look any different? Well, she's got darker hair. Yeah. Um. So I didn't. I, I I honestly you didn't recognize I didn't her. recognize her, which, wow. but then when I looked at photographs, you know, stills yeah. from the movie, I went, oh, "Of course, it's her." Yeah, and she's one of those people in my head has never aged. You no, know, she's not still really. twenty five. Yeah, she's still singing "Honey to the Bee." Oh. Yeah, that's you for that's me. You for yeah. <laughs> Solving mysteries, rewriting histories. You're listening to We Are the Watchers. What else have we been watching this week? Um, I watched a show, a doco on SBS On Demand called Mm -hmm. The Cleaning Company. Oh, yeah. And they are a company. They're not called The Cleaning Company. That's what the show is called. But they are a cleaning company in Melbourne who do trauma cleaning. Oh, okay. So a little bit, was it um, The Sunshine Cleaners, remember there was a movie about them? Yeah, the that's sisters right. who did it. Yeah. That was good. Really good. Yeah. So this company, they obviously go and do um, homicides and suicides, mm. um, but also hoarders and oh, they do yeah, right. um, regular cleaning for people who are living independently but cannot con- take care of themselves. So mm-hmm. they might be living with, um, you know, brain injuries oh, or yeah, mental okay. illness, those yeah. sorts of things. And um, where I didn't realise this documentary went was it really focused on the owner of the company, a woman named Sandra Peakhurst. Mm-hmm. And she, I'll let you watch the doco and hear about her entire story, but she came to light after someone wrote a biography about her and then she shot to fame and so her company also oh, shot to okay. fame and that's why this documentary was made. But she has lived absolute traumas at, at the hands of evil evil people in her life and um, gone through so many twists and turns in her own life and I did say traumas as Mm, well, mm. to then look at the world with such a compassionate eye that her whole philosophy of running this company is 
you must be a compassionate human being and humans can only live with other humans or being taken care by other humans, which I thought was incredible Mm. philosophy to live by. And she said, what's wonderful is we can come in to the worst times of people's lives and people come in and they want to apologize or they want to help us. And she said, no, we can be there for them. We're not psychologists. We're not social workers, but we are there and we can just listen to them. We can just talk them through it or we can actually take the entire trauma away. And she said her biggest thing is she never wants anybody to have to clean up after a person in their life has gone through the worst time. Mm. And she doesn't want that mental image in anybody's head. And she said, we can go in and do that so that the family never has to. I thought, wow, that's a really wonderful way of thinking about it. She goes, we're not magicians. We're not, um, you know, these wonderful educated people. She said, we're just cleaners. Mm. We just clean things, but we can do more for humans and society. Anyway, it's a good mix of what the company does. Um, There are some quite graphic scenes in there. Um, But really looking at Sandra's life and how incredible a life she had lived Mm. and um, what an incredible person she is. But then it does do a little bit like a true docker. It looks at some of the workers who work for her and how they got into that job, how they cope with it Mm because you could imagine that that sort of job would be really hard to let go at the end of the day. So it's it's an interesting one. So it's on demand. Um, It's only just been released but it was made – 2019. Oh, okay. And it did have a little bit of a break. So towards the end of the docker, it kind mm. of switches when Melbourne's coming out of lockdown ah, okay. with COVID. Um, interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting docker. It's really good. What's I, it called again? The Cleaning Company. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. That sounds interesting because those people exist in this world. And, and whether you've gone through a trauma or not, mm. you may not. Oh, yes think about it that much. And that's what one of the employees said. He said, you know, these are the people that I never thought about before and they are essentially invisible in society. He said, but they are the people that need your help. Mm. You know, and, um, you know, hoarding often is a result of trauma that people have gone through, trauma and loss, and that's why they then end up hoarding. And one of the men who was an employee, was a hoarder, came out of it and now Now deals with it. Yeah. Deals with it by helping others. Huh, that's cool. SBS On Demand. SBS On Demand. Right, that's a good one. Uh, I watched uh, another film, a little bit different to uh, Birdie, sort of. I don't know, like there are two, I, I was about to say quite different. Then I went, no, the, the, the characters are kind of the same because they're, they're young, mm-hmm. quite um, strong-minded uh, young ladies. Yes. And I'm talking about Enola Holmes, the oh, second yeah. film, uh, the sequel to, to the original. Millie Bobby Brown mm-hmm. and Henry Cavill back in yeah. there again. This is on Netflix and... The, oh, and, and also Helena Bottom Carter. And, oh, yeah, yeah, what a yeah. cast. Re- really good fun. The first one's so much fun. If you haven't seen it already, I reckon go and watch it. Because Where can you see it? This is on Netflix. Yep. So I think when I first watched the first one, well, when I watched the first one, I should say, I thought to myself, I think this is who Millie Bobby Brown actually is. This is closer to her actual ah personality yes. real life personality because when you're 11 yes or l or whatever they want to call her in uh, stranger things she's not really 
I mean, she's got there, there is a personality there, but it's not it's not really it's like hard to relate to. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> where, where, where this one, I think I think this is her. Yeah, I think she's really bubbly and yes, yes, yeah, that that kind of thing. And so Enola Holmes is Sherlock Holmes's younger sister, mm-hmm. who. Uh, in in the second in in the sequel is is trying to be a private eye herself, <laughs> and uh, you know Sherlock is is definitely the Sherlock yes. Holmes like he's very famous so much so that he'll go to a crime scene and there'll be a policeman who a constable say sorry sorry sir and he goes don't be ridiculous <laughs> he just walks on through <laughs> he does it every single time he goes like does it leak two or three times during the film and Henry Cavill is a wonderful uh Sherlock because um yeah. he's not what you think yeah you know because other famous Sherlock's have been um, Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. and and Robert Downey Jr. Yes, you know so those. You know, but, but to have like this guy who is the Witcher, he's uh, <laughs> you know he's Superman. Suddenly to, to to be this this guy that's all in his head, yeah. you know, like hardly ever listening to anyone because he's thinking about it. Yes. You know, how how do I solve this? And I think he's great, and I really hope they make another film. Yeah. That'd be good. I really want to watch it. It's so fun. They're so fun, and they happen so quickly. And I love I love the setting. You know mm-hmm. that sort of. Um, Late eighteen hundreds, I assume it is. Um, I England. do love when the setting is a character within itself. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And there's just all these cool people, and you know, of of course she, of course she tries to escape over rooftops in yeah. in London. Like, of course that's what she's going to do. Why wouldn't you? And of course she ends up clinging to a gutter that's about to fall. Yeah. And of course she makes small talk with someone who's staring at her in the window going, what is this person doing? <laughs> you know, and of course it's if funny. If only there are chimney sweeps as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, there's lots of twists and turns in this, like this film, the the, the, the sequel at least, you think, you think, oh, they, they've solved it. Mm. And then it changes again, mm. like, oh, no, this is, they've solved it. Yeah. And it changes again, you're like, oh, no, this is solved it yeah. now, have you? Uh, uh, yeah, Enola Holmes too, very good fun. If you like the first one, you already know you're going to like yeah. this one. I was thinking um, earlier today, I was driving somewhere and I was just thinking about um, stories and movies that, you know, constantly have twists and turns that you don't see coming mm. and particularly books where you read the synopsis and it may, it you know, intrigues you, but yeah. it actually gives nothing away. So yeah. when you think about the synopsis after you've read the book and I thought it is amazing that this far down the line of creativity yeah. people are still coming up with storylines that have you shocked. And people love to be shocked it's as well. It's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, I've been watching another thing now. You know I love my reality mm-hmm. and you know I love my housewives. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bravo really should just hire me. <laughs> Bravo. I don't to know do what, what I would though. do, but we'll find something, what, to right? To watch it? Yeah, I'll just watch it and okay. just tell you how good you are. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> anyway, um, I've started watching season three of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, just picture I've already the oxymoron it. of The Real Housewives and Salt Lake City, Utah. Yep. Yes. So, so are there? There are. Okay. There are a couple who are of the Mormon faith, Mm -hmm. there are a couple who have um, come from quite prominent families within the Mormon church and have since left the church. Okay. And there are people who are Catholic and then people who are Muslim, all different races. But they're all incredibly rich. I mean, that is what you have to be in order to be a housewife. Incredibly 
rich to be a housewife. Yeah. That, that's it. And, yeah. and gorgeous. Yes. They're the two factors. Okay. I mean, three, you've got to argue. Yeah, and be willing to argue about stuff that yeah. doesn't really matter. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, this, you know, interchanging of different religions and different cultures all coming into this one place, mm. which, you know, the scenery that they show, I've never been to Utah, but it is stunning. The mountains, mountains. just snow everywhere. It's beautiful. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um in the first episode of season three, they're having a birthday party for one of the husbands and it is a Harlem Nights themed one. What's a, what's a Harlem Nights? The movie Harlem Nights. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. sounds fun. So Must have been his favourite favorite. It was his favourite film. So they're all dressed up, decked to the nines, they're gambling, they're drinking, and the two women who have been excommunicated from the Mormon church are sitting there both trying to smoke a cigar at the same time. And I thought, look at where their life has come from. Just trying to smoke this cigar, guys. And one of them said, she's like, I don't know how to do it. I was told not to inhale. (laughs) did who told her that? Did Bill Clinton tell her that? (laughs) In 1992? When was that? I don't know. Um, That's amazing. So have you been watching? I have watched season one and two. Before or have you been binging? No, I have watched it when it came out. Season three came out a couple of weeks ago. But as you know, I like a binge. I won't sit down and watch seven episodes in a go. But what I like to do is know that I can watch one and then the next day I've got another one. Yeah. And then the next day I've got another one. So that's my version of binging. So there are quite a few episodes already up on mm-hmm. Hey You and I'm sure it's on Peacock in the US. But it's interesting. Mm. They're not um, the same calibre of Beverly Hills. They're not the same crazy as OC or New York was. <laughs> But I really enjoy because because they're different. They are different people. Yeah. Um. Nice. And they're yeah they are talking about far more deeper things that have happened in their life and dealing with the change, particularly of removing themselves from such a prominent, very strict religious upbringing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah that sounds really different. I still think daily about that whatever the Canadian show was in Whistler. Timber Creek Lodge. Timber I looked Creek it up. Lodge. I looked it up for you. It I wasn't know. great, but I only discovered it this year. Look, it was terrible. And but I, that's I watched what I a want. lot of reality and it was bad. I don't know what makes me want to watch more of it. Okay. Did you want to be a guest in that house or did you want to be um, an employee? I didn't want to be an employee. I don't need, Yeah, maybe I wanted to be. I guess I think maybe because Whistler looked amazing. I think it was the Whistler thing because as a guest, I wouldn't want to be a guest there. The house is amazing, but the staff they're annoying. Were encouraged to hang out with you. Go away. Whereas, yeah, if I was having a holiday, <laughs> I'd be like, "You clean my toilet. Can you please not sit down while I'm having a coffee?" Yeah, I don't like that. Want to have breakfast with you. The Aussie girl who was so proud about the way she cleans toilets. So proud. Thank goodness there are other Australians out there in the world because if she was the one person who was (laughs) out there as an Australian, everybody would think that we're just into toilets. (laughs) (laughs) You found a photograph of some of the cast, like official Timber Creek Lodge. Yes. 
photo. There were three and you were people like, in it. Who's this bloke? I never saw him in the show. <laughs> One season he wasn't there. <laughs> One season he was not a character. <laughs> he was not there. Oh, just, well, oh, anyway, you can watch that show on Hey You. It's what, from about 2008? Like it's, yeah. It's from ages ago. Do you know what's In fact, one really of the guys funny. now is a director of like documentaries and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, you <laughs> know, was, the annoying one that thought he was oh, really, yeah. yeah. I hated him. It's clearly people were like, oh, reality's the thing, mm. is how you get into how you get the in. next step. You yeah. get your foot into stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to do this. People still think that. Do you know what's really funny about it? Having watched like below deck religiously, yeah. Yeah. where people are on a boat. For two days and they tip twenty thousand I'm not US do dollars. I don't even want to tip five bucks. Oh we're Australians. We don't <laughs> tip, sorry. <laughs> Paid you my four dollars for my coffee. I'm five dollars for I want oat milk. I'm you're not getting a tip. Anyway, they do twenty thousand tip, which they split between what eight, yeah. ten people. Yeah. They go to Timber Creek Lodge <laughs> and Canada. they hand it out and they get 200 bucks and they're so grateful. They're like, oh, that's oh, great. Oh, this is Thank awesome. you so much. Oh, should have held off another 10 years and been to clean those toilets on that super yacht. Yeah, don't mind if I do. I'll do that, thanks. I don't know why we spoke about that for so long, but I honestly can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. I'll probably talk, we'll probably talk about it again at some point. We'll talk about it next week if anyone <laughs> okay, wants to catch up. It's called Timber Creek Lodge on Hey You. <laughs> That's what we'll be doing. All right? Okay. Let's get into a quiz. Pet names in TV shows. So uh, these shows, I was going to do sitcoms and then I started getting a little sidetracked. So it's just like comedies. Okay. Um, of uh, they, they have pets and yep. you've got to tell me. What the pet's name is. I've got an either or if you're finding it difficult. Okay. Okay. All right. I like these contingency plans. Yeah, always. The Jetsons dog. So the Jetsons mm. cartoon. Me, George Jetson. Now – what was the dog's name? It wasn't Elroy. El- Elroy was the son. Rosie was the robot. This is really good. George was the father. <laughs> um, give me the letter it starts with. A. Astro. 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 Yeah. I got that. You Let's go. It's good. <laughs> what about the full house dog? Now, that that, that that dog was probably a golden retriever. I don't think it was a Labrador. I think it was a golden retriever. Do you want Why either did or? they have a dog? Do you want either or? Okay. Moon or Comet? Comet. Yes. The cat in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Salem. Notice I didn't say their pet because yeah. not really because yeah, he yeah, was a true. witch that yep. had been in trouble. And Naughty. Was, yeah, was made, made into, into a, a cat. cat called Salem. Uh, side note. Our mother's favourite character in that whole show. Still talks about Salem the Cat. <laughs> and that was from the 90s. Love it. She loves it. Poppet. The poppet. This puppet sitting on the kitchen bench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Favourite. That character. That's my favourite character. Oh, I've written this incorrectly. But it doesn't matter. You'll, you'll know. Inspector Gadget's dog. Well, we know it wasn't his dog. It was Penny's yeah, it dog. Was Penny's dog. Do you want either or? I want either or, please. Point Dexter or Brain? Point Dexter. 
brain. Oh, I went brain in my head first and I switched. So in your brain, you went brain, brain and then brain you went, your brain went, went nah, nah, I'm the only brain around here. Oh, thank brain. you very much. <laughs> the Simpsons dog. Do you want? They had a dog and a cat. I want either or, please. Santa's little helper or Santa's little elf? Santa's little helper. Correct. And then they got Santa's little helper too. Two. I think that was actually theirs for longer, right? Yeah, it was the second so. one that was the Brady Bunch's dog, which was not in a tiger. Yes. Yep. And Cindy or Bobby was allergic to the Yeah, that's right. They had to had to get rid of them. Yeah. But do you think it was just because it was too hard to have a dog there doing oh, stuff? Oh, they had six kids on set plus a dog. Yeah. Like and Alice would have been the worst. <laughs> Alice would have been the worst. No, you know Alice. You know Alice yep. was the most prepared. You just know it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than Florence. Oh, yeah. More than Bob. Yeah. Robert. More than the kids because they're all busy doing teenage and kids stuff. Yeah. It was Alice. She was prepared. Yeah. Every day of the week. Mm-hmm. She came to work. She came to work and she was given like 45 minutes yep. to do her scene. Yep. And that was it. And it was because there was just Anne B. Marshall, I think, was that her name? Anne B. Davis. Anne Anne B. Davis. Anne B. Davis. Yes. And she would have had to have gotten her stuff done quickly because those kids take ages. I think they would have taken forever. Mm. Mm. Gotten distracted. Stop looking at the camera. Yep. Yeah, little rascals. Little rascals, yeah. Yeah, stop looking at the camera, love. Darla, Darla, Darla stop, looking at, stop looking at the camera. I think that was a brilliant uh, quiz and you did very well. Thank you. When you said it's about pets on TV, my first thought was. Salem? No, Brady oh. Bunch. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And in though. my head I'm like, I don't know any other shows that have pets. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Brady Bunch and had it for like four episodes, <laughs> if that. I can't think of any. There's no other show that had a pet. There is not one. I mean, I completely forgot about the full houses. Mm, you did. That was funny until I said until I said the name Comet, and you were like, "Oh, yeah." I know the name, but I can't remember the dog ever. Maybe they were only a few episodes. No, check their IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was very good. Um, I want to go and make a cup of tea. What do you reckon? Oh, I'd love a cup of tea. Yeah, lovely cup of tea. All right. So on that note, thank you very much. Let's go see a comment.